this is the Fearless Fathers Podcast, a podcast for you, the fathers who suffer in silence every single day. Come with us as we hit those main topics that are just burning through your soul. It's going to get uncomfortable, it's going to be fun, and together we will become fearless. What is going on all of our fearless fathers out there today? Welcome again to another episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. I'm your host, Davo. Oh, and hey, I'm Ryan. I'm here. Yes. I'm here too. <laughs> hey, sorry. The way you counted us down into this episode really fucked me up kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> what, the trays? Three dose you, spoon? You didn't use like? three different languages. I mean, like two I, I can get. I totally understand them, but just pick a couple, man. <laughs> hey, man, I don't we think do as we long do. Enough to count us into the episode too. You should really count to five. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'll just make it to ten Ain't at this point. Screw it. Hey, talking about doing. Ooh, what are we doing today? Sure. <laughs> hey, we're talking about childcare and how it Ooh. sucks to pay oh, for. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. It's a um, lot. It's not a laughing matter. No, it's not. It's it's really it's really a plight on the uh, the new parents, and you know. You know, if you want to hold a career, you're definitely going to be paying some money <laughs> and we will go through the numbers because, you know, that's what I like to do by the numbers, by the numbers. By but the numbers. we have an article from care.com. We really, really, really like their stuff, actually, because it's um, they don't really form an opinion. They just kind of lay the facts out for you and they tell you how you can save and what you can do about it. It's actually a really good article and the link will be in the description of this podcast. I suggest anybody who's a new father who's looking to get childcare definitely definitely give this one a read. It has the numbers from 2019, but something tells me anything number related from 2020 isn't going to make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> no. Yo, that's just going to be so. a complete miss coming in the next coming years. <laughs> yeah. It'll give you the numbers 2018, 2019, <laughs> and then it'll just be like the Great Plague and Civil War 2020. And then 2020, and then, no, it's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll just be yeah. normal again. It'll be completely fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely suggest giving it a read. Oh, I know why it's for 2019 numbers, because it's from July of 2019, <laughs> when the world was mm. more innocent. <laughs> uh, I miss it. But child care. Child care. Child it's care. Yes, absolutely. It's yes. Yeah. Take us According through the According to the survey that care.com did, um, 70% of families are paying the rate the government defines as unaffordable. It's approximately 15% of their household income. That is great. What the? <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> it's too much. I know why it's that high. You need an absurd amount of insurance for a daycare. I actually knew somebody who ran a daycare and she said, it's, it's insane. We're barely making a dime here. And they were full all the time. And I'm sure there are daycares out there that make a shitload of money. I'm sure there are. Oh yeah. I think uh, I was <laughs> back when I lived down in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. I was paying. I was really <laughs> paying one. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's so absurd. And the cost goes up every year because the cost every of living year. goes up. Every they have to pay the people that work there. And if, you know, you have more than 10 kids, you have to have a bunch of teachers. And those teachers, I mean, they, they got lives to have. They got lives to have, too. So, yep. you know, you got to make your numbers every day. You come and get inspected. You have to have cleanliness standards. I get it. It's expensive to run. It seems like it's one of those things that should be, you know, government subsidized a little bit. But definitely is. I'm sure there are programs out there for them. There, there I, is like you, yeah. You have like the Head Start programs, and there definitely is like grants and stuff out there. Because I know like 
when our when the little one was born, we were looking for possible daycare and just the price alone. Like we have a daycare that's attached right to our building. But what they wanted to charge, and we're going to get into this, was just astronomical compared to yeah. what we would have done. And, you oh, know, yeah. we saw that there, <laughs> that there's grants and stuff out there to help and other places that you could go. Um, I don't remember if there was any state. I don't think there was any state run facilities, but I know that I know there was like at least stuff to help offset the cost if you were eligible, which, of course, you know, who's eligible. Um, for yeah, that? there's there's definitely ways to offset it. Um, we applied and like I I put us just over the edge of that income limit. Um, and it's, you know, hey, that is that is, you know, one thing. But I think it, I think it deals with the like the poverty line at some level. Yeah. I don't really remember, but like, it's like, I think you it's like 150 partner, percent of the, of the poverty line, 150 something like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a fairly high number, um, to get, to get assistance. It definitely should be, um, um, increased a little bit, I think in my mind, but I'm not a politician. I'm not getting into politics on this freaking episode. Hell no. <laughs> that is a, that is a field of landmines. I don't want any part of right Boom. Now, Get it. Get Boom. it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Where were we? Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't do politics, Ryan. Don't do politics. There'll be a freaking somebody doxing me or something. According to the government, affordable health affordable I almost said affordable health care don't get me started um affordable child care um would cost about seven percent of the household income which you know sounds a little more reasonable because anything under yeah un- anything under 15 is uh better but in fact two-thirds of parents are spending more than they did last year so that like i said that number is just going to keep going up and up mm-hmm. and up so child care is expensive We've established that it's incredibly expensive. Um, it costs quite a bit of money, um, a lot of your time because now you have to go pick the kid up. You have to work with the daycare schedule. Sometimes the daycare closes before you can, you know, get there from your work. I know that was always a problem with me and my wife. You know, those things impact your ability to go to work. So, seventy-four percent of mothers and sixty-six percent of dads say their their workday has, has been impacted at some level at the last minute for childcare. And this is something we'll have to go into an episode with. Yeah. Like for instance, my son went through a big series of ear infections and fevers and all that kind of stuff. And you know, I get it, you're running a business. I completely understand. <laughs> if that kid looks like he's feverish at all, bam, out of there. See you later. Go pick up your kid. <laughs> yep. Um for a couple of reasons. Number they don't want that to spread to anybody else because obviously it's not safe will, for yeah. children. Um, yeah. They don't want it to spread to their teacher. Also, from a business standpoint, the faster you get that kid out of there, you don't have to feed that guy lunch. You don't have to mm. waste diapers on him or anything. And, you know, I'm sure somebody will come back and be like, oh, you know, that's not the reason at all. It's for the kid's safety. I get it. I get it at the end of the day. It's 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 all of those things put together. Um, in fact, true story. Um, the last place I worked when Kevin was really young, he like when he was going through that whole thing, I burned through all of my vacation and all of my sick time on him by April. They were not happy with me. <laughs> they were they were pretty pissed. Yeah. Yeah, they they were they yeah. were they were definitely yeah. definitely not happy. That's actually part of the reason I found another job because I burned <laughs> and um, <laughs> jumped to a new job with a fresh out of vacation. Bye. Thanks for the leave. Appreciate so, it. Yeah, yeah. I do miss the insurance at that place. It was super cheap. Yeah, but according to care.com, seventy percent of uh, parents have used sick sick days, and fifty six percent fifty six percent of parents come in 
late regularly because of their children. And that's not good for, for anything. I mean, like, no. I, you'd be lucky to work in a place that understands that. If it's like a family-owned place, I could see see them understanding. But like, how many people work really for a family-owned company that's going to be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Just come in late every day when you're sick, when your kid's sick. That's that's dope. Right. Yes, please. Right. Yeah. So I had a guy come up to me and just say, um, hey, can somebody else watch him? And like, what, what you don't realize is like me and my wife worked. So and she made more than me. And it, it, it sucks. It sucks for you guys, but I'm going to use up all my time because my time is technically less valuable monetarily than her time. Right. And, you know, I'll burn up all my time. Hopefully by the end of the year, it resets so I can burn it up again <laughs> just to get the kid through. And like, that's what you got to do. And it's stressful right. and it sucks. and It's miserable. Mm-hmm. It just adds um, on more of that, more of that holy shit moments than what you what you can expect yeah having a, absolutely having a kid could be fun but goddamn could it be stressful yeah and, and the other thing you gotta like weigh into is um like my son's been in three daycare since he was born um the first one was extraordinarily expensive it was because of where we live but they were they were really good they kept the whole place clean he came back he was always clean there was never anything on him he'd always have like like they'd make us send an extra set of clothes because they change him in the middle of the day and it was great oh, wow it was great but it cost four hundred and seventy dollars a week. <laughs> yep, yep. That and he was young is... when he went to that one, and it's more. But it, it was really just because of the the genuine cost of living, and that was in Pennsylvania. But there are states that are way higher. Oh, um, yeah. The least affordable states currently for you know like a child care center is um, well one of them's the the first one's the District of Columbia, and then uh, it goes California, Oregon, New Mexico, and then New York rounds up the top five. And um, that's, uh, I mean, I, I know Pennsylvania's not on there, but it's pretty close to the top of the list. Yeah. And then the most affordable states are North Dakota, Utah, Delaware, New Jersey, and South Dakota. Now, the Dakotas I in Utah, I can get why they're there because the cost of living in those states are pretty low. But Delaware and New Jersey, that um, I threw believe, me off. yeah, I, I believe it's because they have legislation in place to, ah. sub, to subsidize uh, child Makes care. Sense. Makes sense Yeah, because, Well, you got to think like, there's so much light industry in New Jersey and in Delaware and Wilmington. There's it's the home of all the banks. So people people need childcare. They would need to legislate that on a pretty regular basis. Um, and they have a really good public system in place um, in both of those states. So that's probably the reason why that is. Um, Wait, did you say good things about New Jersey, Dave? I was born in New Jersey. I stand by my statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I was born in Wilmington. You didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Fearless Fathers. We learn something new every day. Every day. So, so we, we moved up to northeastern Pennsylvania, and daycare is obscenely cheaper up here by comparison. Not to the not to the rest of the country, but um, we moved them to this other place, and it was like 160 or 180 bucks a week. The problem there is um, he would get sick all the time. Now- he had he was predisposed to getting ear infections and things like that just because I had them as a kid too. Yeah. Um. And he's like one or two ear infections away from like having to go get tubes put in. Mm. But what we found out later is 
this place had like a mold issue or something. Something was wrong uh, behind the walls or like they weren't cleaning correctly or something was going on there because a lot of kids were getting sick and one would get sick and it was a Petri dish and it was it was bad and they weren't doing the protocols like they should. And like right. that's another thing you're going to mm. you're going to fight when you go out there. And, I, you know, I don't want to name names and like they did the best they could because it was a mom and pop kind of place. Right, um, right. But I would never, ever, ever, ever take him back to like a place like that. Um, just cause it was so miserable and went through so much stress on top of being on top of the stress of being a brand new father. Oh, by the way, <laughs> here you leave go. work every five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Here you go. Here's more for you. Just add it on. And I think that's, I think that's a major, a major thing that you brought that up too, is like, you know, we're trying so hard to save money because like you, like you said in the beginning of the episode, 15% of your income goes towards childcare costs. Long gone is the day where mom or dad stays home constantly and there's a homemaker while one goes and works and makes the money that that, that's dead and gone unless, you know, you have some crazy passive income, then, hey, I'm all about that. Yeah. But you get those, you know, those daycares out there that are like, oh, I have I have this put together and you, you know, and they could play that nice little facade and thinly veiled. And then next thing you know, whether through their own neglect or through, you know, just pure pure ignorance or whatever the case is they're just like oh by the way here's here's an entire wall of mold have fun and yeah and it might not be the facilities right you know fault either right they they were like right next to i think like a grocery store or something which freaks me out i'll never go into that grocery store again but <laughs> but it, it's the fact um, of the matter of that, that that this happened here and then right. what does that do it, it adds on to that oh well now these mom and pop shops can't keep up with maybe say more of like a I don't know. They're chain daycares. I guess they're like more franchised. Yeah, yeah. The, the first one was a was a chain daycare. Yeah, it was called an academy. Ooh. I'm like, he's I'm like he he's like six months old. What the hell is he going to an academy for? He gets a like, sweater. He gets a sweater vest and a and a square frame. <laughs> I shit you not. They had a they had a coat of arms was, <laughs> as their symbol. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's where all that money was going. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah. Yay. All to that coat of arms. <laughs> You keep up for the um, water polo team. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they have. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, we ended up switching him to another place just because we couldn't we couldn't do that anymore. Right. And actually, there was a teacher at the one school. And then we switched him over. Like she she ended up getting a job over at this other place, which ended up being closer to my house. Um, I didn't even know it was there. Hmm. And we're like, oh, well, if she's moving over there, well, we might as well just, you know, get a price from them. And it ended up being about like 20 bucks cheaper a week. So we're like, hey, we'll, we'll fucking save eight, uh, 80, 80 bucks, bucks a month. To, 80, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, um, yeah. And they fed him. They feed him there, too. So, like, we're saving even more. We don't have to bring the food in. That's great. And um, we went and toured the place. And it sm- we went in and it smelled like cleaner. Not, like, overbearing, but it smelled like things had been freshly cleaned. Right. Which was the first good sign yeah the first thing it told us is just like hey you know like this these people clean on a regular basis right um and i just kind of showed up in the middle of the day too um i didn't have to set an appointment or anything and the lady who runs it's like a strict businesswoman she knows exactly what she has to do when she has to do it and why she has to do it so so it worked out beautifully it worked out beautiful yeah nice of course he's not going there anymore because you know covid 19 (laughs) (laughs) right and my wife has been home ever since ever since that all started like it's i guess it's at the end of the day all about finding the right place that suits your needs yeah and finding the right place for the safety of your kid too yeah and, um, that's, and that's massive and definitely go read the care.com article that um we're gonna put in there because it's really gonna give you all the numbers a lot better than i can tell you read it but yeah read it understand it it's got some good tips in there 
Um, I don't want to steal all their content, but at the end of the day, childcare is an unfortunate necessity because honestly, I'd rather stay home with them all day. I really would. And if I didn't have to go, you know, work all the time, and I, I definitely wouldn't, but you, oh, yeah. you got to make a living, right? You got to put a roof over everyone's head. And that's just, you know, I'm not saying it's a stigma of fatherhood and there are stay at home dads and that's a topic we should do. That is a topic that we have coming up. That is the topic. Absolutely. (laughs) Is it a stigma? Yes and no. Because it's one of those where, like you said, it's an evil necessity. It's something that needs to happen, especially in in today's day and age, 30, 40, 50 years ago. That wasn't, that wasn't so much prevalent, but now there's daycares like on every other street. It's one of those where it, you still feel that pressure of, where now you're the father, you're that you're that breadwinner, right? You're that guy that says, I need to go in, I need to make all this money. Well, now you're going and paying for daycare for your new child that was just born. And oh, hey, you're paying more than your mortgage a month in childcare than anything ever. 15% of your income, that's massive. That could be put in the bank, that could be saved, that could be whatever. So now what's that do? That's going to add more stressors onto you. That's going to add more anxiety. It's going to add, it's going to potentially lead to depression. It's going to lead to this whole culmination of stuff that we talk about constantly saying, hey, this is happening. And then, like Ryan said, you want to make sure that you have a daycare that's safe for your child because that should be the number one priority, but also affordable or try to be as affordable for you. What I see happening, at least, and please tell me if I'm wrong because we didn't go the daycare route. We got lucky enough to where we could swap shifts and we literally swapped the baby in the parking lot of where we work. So that worked out beautifully for us where we didn't have to worry about paying literally more than our mortgage each month in childcare costs. But it almost seems like to me that people will go over, at least the way that I'm comprehending it is they want to go overboard and pay that little extra to know their child is safe than being as affordable as possible with potential risks of something happening to the child, which which isn't a bad thing. But that's kind of the way I'm comprehending that. But at the end of the day, because of my experiences, I, I know that's not necessarily true. And it had it really legitimately has more to do with the quality of the daycare as opposed I, to the um, cost of the daycare. I could see that. So quality yeah. is outweighing the quantity, so to speak. Right, and it's a lesson that that we learned. Like quality isn't necessarily relative to price. No, no, it, it absolutely you, isn't. But yeah, that, you just have to. That, right. That's the way it always seemed to me, though, is like that. The quality is so relative to price, which means we're going to pay more, which means our kids going to be more safe. It, it almost seems like a. Like that, like a mental marketing strategy to say, "Hey, listen, we're the cleanest place around. We just we just threw pine saw around twenty five minutes ago to make it seem like it's clean, and, and oh, hey, we charge two thousand dollars a month." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was you fucking cutting me deep, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that every daycare would be like that, but you you know, at least you know because you've gone through daycares and you've done it. Whereas I haven't, so I'm not that versed in it. I just saw the money. I saw the dollar signs. But let's be honest, there could definitely be daycares out there that would just do that just to say, yeah, we're, we're good. We're reputable. And that'd be it. Yeah. And also, you know, depending on the state that you're in, the, the laws could change and they don't they don't have to do stuff like that. The regulations could be completely different. Here, they're pretty stringent oh, yeah. about what you do. And like there's inspectors that come around and all kinds of stuff. All like the that. certifications you need to have just to even run one and get and one the insurance. open. And the yeah. insurance. Yeah. The liability alone but, is massive. Oh, it's, it's insane. That's what's costing you so much. Right. But I just did some quick math. If you're making minimum wage um, and you work full time uh, a year, it will be twenty two hundred dollars, twenty two hundred and sixty two dollars a year. So for the five years, he'd be in 
well, that your child would be in daycare, that'd be eleven thousand three hundred and ten dollars. That's uh, that's a lot of money. And you know, like you can write a bunch of that off in your taxes. Like yeah. a lot of that's deductible, but only yeah. to a specific point. Right. You know, it's still money out of your pocket every week that you could be investing that you could be fixing stuff on your home that you could be affording a new vehicle a payment on a new car um you could be saving for a vacation because everyone's got to relax um fuck you could be feeding your family with it yeah money for that hell yeah Um, no judgments here man like i've been there i've been poor as shit (laughs) and um it's you know what it almost seems like it almost seems like it like it's a tax on having a child yeah it's almost like hey congratulations you have this bundle of joy now here make sure you pay three thousand dollars a year to for other people to take care of them right right and for me that I, I i think that's an affront to my fatherhood i once again i've said it a thousand times i'd much rather be home with my kid oh yeah than uh, doing what i do on a regular basis oh um, yeah um and you know juggling it is it's super fun super fun time <laughs> so oh i know my wife's loving it just being home right now and not having to worry about going to work each night and just doing all that so pff, i know she would rather stay home all the time like how i'm now going to be for at least a while but i yeah. mean we could even we could even flip the script a little bit and you know say all right get rid of the numbers but if you're even lucky enough to have a family member watch your kid for you that could be insurmountable i know i actually have a friend a friend of mine that i work with they live right next door to their in-laws so during the summer months you know their kids could just go right there and boom taken care of no money spent no worries but not everybody has that luxury either so it becomes that major catch-22 of okay now what the hell do i do and you know if you're one of those you know if you're one of those parents that's like i don't feel comfortable having my having somebody else watch my kid that i don't know hey i get it we were the same way when colton was born we didn't really want anybody else watching our kid that's why we ended up working, you know, that's why my wife took that sacrifice and worked in the opposite shift of me. Somebody that we could trust ourselves was taking yeah. care of our kid. <laughs> yeah. You know? We had a small period of time where my uh, my parents watched my son. And this, I, you know, was scrolling through this article and I found a number that I didn't put out before. <laughs> um, and it says uh, 30, 36% of childcare related costs and, costs and stresses add um, tension to personal relationships of family members. And this is, that's a really valid point yeah. because uh, my parents watched him and like I was driving a lot to get to where I was working. So it'd be like five o'clock in the morning. All right, here's the baby. Have a good time. I'll see you at eight o'clock tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd watch him all day. Yeah. And they did that for a couple months. And before they were like, you need to fucking find a daycare. <laughs> and um, you know what? They were right at the end of the day. Like my parents did that and it saved us a bunch of money to then pay for daycare, but um, they weren't wrong. Like no. it, it sucked. It was miserable. Yeah. yeah. Cause now, now you're putting all that burden on somebody who's, you know, older and out of that, you know, child in, in their late sixties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, not happy. No. Can you blame them at the end of the day? Like, yeah, it's cool. You get to watch your grandkid, but oh my God, just ended already. I'm done with this. So, you know, that, yeah. that, that could ultimately be taxing a hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I I used to know my grandmother used to watch us during the summer months, but that was for a few a few hours, or it wasn't that bad. And me and my sister were a little bit older at that point, but you know, even still, that could lead to a lot of the other a lot of the other stressors that are going to build up on your plate. Yeah. So how the hell do we wrap this all up? There's well, n- <laughs> there's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> 
like many of the episodes that we talk <laughs> that we talk about, like, hey, this is more of an informational be aware of it kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and we talk about these things and we talk about our experiences once again, so that you guys can know that, Hey, you know, people experience this shit all the time and you're not alone out there. <laughs> like, like it sucks. It's miserable. You know, it's just kind of the way things work. It's something worth planning around because of just the way our, the way our system works around here. And, you know, if you can not put him in daycare, that's, that's great. That's amazing. But, yeah. you know, people have to do it. So you have to explore all your options and you have to budget around it. Like, for instance, when I had him in the super expensive one, I almost stopped working. I, I did. I was I was probably a week away from just not working. Um, Like if I didn't come plus a couple hundred bucks every month. Yeah. I would have just stopped. And like I was basically paying for my gas to go to friggin' work. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fine. That would have been fine. I would have no problems doing that. And um, I, I think a lot of people would be like that, too. I know a lot of people who do that yeah sorry can't gotta watch the kid Uh, at least i'm starting to see a lot of that it almost seems like there's more of that regression now of like at least one parent working more while another parent maybe works part-time or opposite shifts because the price of daycare is just way too way too out there but to kind of to kind of wrap all this up there's no right or wrong answer like we said we just we're, we're here to give you that information we're here to say hey this is something real. This is something that you want to start thinking about if you're, you know, if it's something that you're going to have to do. Um, for most of us, if not all of us, you're going to have to at least consider the options and take a look at it. And Ryan brought up a good word, budgeting. Budgeting is massive when it comes to this. If you just go out there and say, yeah, I'm throwing this money out there. How, how do you know? If you don't know your numbers, how are you going to take care of the other things that you need to be, that you need to take care of? And that's just another, that's just another cog in this wheel of, budgeting something that you're going to have to look at for maybe the next one to four years one to five years before they're off in school they go to preschool yeah but when it happens and when you start getting overwhelmed and you just feel like this is just a never-ending cycle of how am i going to do this the money's not coming in what am i going to do taking that step back and just thinking of a positive outside of what is really eating you up is going to help give you more more of a perspective um, and I think that's one reason why I liked doing this episode is just because it it has such a negative twist on it that everybody is like, oh, daycare is so expensive, daycare is so expensive. Finding a positive for something so expensive can be extremely infuriating. It it really it really <laughs> is. Like just even saying that sentence, you're probably like, this dude's an asshole right now. But I I'm I, I really I think I stress it a lot is having at least some kind of positive thought process in what it is you're doing or thinking or attacking opens up a whole new realm of possibilities and maybe another option that you never saw before. What that option is, I can't tell you right now, but just going in with a clear thought or at least having a plan of attack. For me, writing stuff down on physical pen and paper is huge for me because I could see it, I can make it tangible. And I have more of a way of attacking the situation than just thinking about it and letting my thoughts keep creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. And the next thing you know, I'm frustrated and I'm throwing something out the window because I'm just super stressed and super annoyed and now overly emotional. So taking that second and just thinking about it and focusing your thoughts into something new can open up a new possibility for you. Very well put. Amazingly put. I would have never been able to put that series of words together. (laughs) (laughs) I like where Dave went with it. It puts a good spin on a on a not very good situation, and you can really go and and take his positive words. 
to heart because there's a man who really, really means them too. Um, I do. That's why I do this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. It's one of those things where it's like, it's a necessary evil. If you have a plan of attack, stick to it and you'll, you'll be a lot better off than just throwing, throwing money at the wall, um, watching it just disappear. So I want to thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast. It is absolutely amazing the amount of support that we have gotten from you guys, our listeners, who reach out to us from the bottom of our hearts. I know we've said it before. I'm going to keep saying it. Thank you, because it means the world. It keeps us going. It keeps us motivated, and it keeps us wanting to do this for you down the long haul, because we, we're starting to see now at least changes or at least inspiration from our listeners. So keep listening. Tell your friends. Tell anybody who needs to hear this who you feel would benefit the most from this because we are a community. We're strength in numbers. We're breaking out of that stigma, out of that helpless feeling one step at a time and one day at a time. To our Patreon members, Jerry Swan and Joey Estock, our first two Patreon members, Thank you guys for your support. It means the absolute world to us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying fearless. Thank you for being who you are and what you're doing. Check out our description. You can find links to our Facebook and Instagram there, as well as if you want to become a Patreon member as well too and support us for as little as a dollar. Links for our Patreon will be in there for you as well. And we have a couple other tiers with some other cool, fun stuff out there for you guys. So feel free to take a look. Our top two tiers are limited, so once those do go, those will be closed for quite a while. Also, to check out our shop. Link for that is in the description as well. We have some great merchandise out there for you guys if you want to show how fearless you are. Or if you're not a father and you want to support that fearless father in your life, buy a mug. Buy a mug. A mug. <laughs> buy it. <laughs> buy a mug. Buy a shirt. Anything you can do that's going to help support this brand, help continue to grow this brand, is going to go an ultimate long way. As always, guys, we love hearing your stories, too. So if you want to share your story with us, if you want to be a guest on this show, sit down one-on-one with us and talk to us and tell your story and you know pick your brain about how you became a fearless father, shoot us an email at fearlessfatherspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. If you want to write it out and you know we'll air it, that's fine. We could do that, too. We've done it. If you want to remain anonymous. That's perfectly okay. We all grow and we all become better at our own time. As a caveat to what Dave said, thank you for everyone who supported us, especially you, Jerry. You know what I'm talking about. Geraldo. <laughs> you too, Joe. Yeah, Geraldo. Geraldo <laughs> Swaninski. <laughs> thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We appreciate anybody who's uh, bought merch, sent us an email, gone out to the Facebook page, give, even given us a like. Any, Literally anything you could do gets the word out there and you know we love you for it from the bottom of our heart and it's you know i I can't really say any more than that i can't believe people are actually doing it and listening to us this all uh fills me with love and anxiety it's a weird feeling i'm not gonna (laughs) lie (laughs) but hey you got to get uncomfortable to learn to grow right so just like you guys we're learning and growing every single day it's not about being a fearful father it's about being a fearless father. Just because you're an adult doesn't mean you can't learn and grow every single day. Together, we will become fearless. Always. Always.